Today, I'm talking to Seth O'Barn. He is just an incredible marketer and real estate agent, top leader of the top large team at Pacific Sotheby's International Realty. This is our third interview with him. Today, he's going to talk about push versus pull marketing. He came into the business doing the traditional push marketing, didn't have business, did the cold calls, did all the stuff you're supposed to do. And through the recession, through really tapping into his talents and his passions, how that happened, what he does now, and how he continues to develop strong relationships and really attract business and win business from pull marketing, not the traditional prospecting. Thanks for listening to the Jerry Metcalf podcast, where top real estate agents tell how they do it. This podcast is to share knowledge for realtors and raise awareness for Give Back Homes, where real estate professionals work together for social good. Jet Centers Aviation, Bentley Atlanta, Legends Global, thank you for your sponsorship. All right, everybody, this is the Jerry Metcalf podcast where top real estate agents tell how they do it. Today, we have our regular, he's becoming our regular visitor, one of my favorite real estate agents ever in San Diego, California. He is a top agent there, incredible media, incredible marketing outside the box, like nothing you have ever seen is Seth O'Byrne. Seth O'Byrne, thanks for being with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Happy Thursday to you. Thank you. So today we are going to really hone in on a topic and talk about something you're really good at. Um, we get a lot of training courses and, and perspectives of real estate agents chasing down business and how many calls to get a lead, to get a deal. And we're going to flip that a little bit. We're going to talk about both, but we're going to hone in on something you're really good at. But um, our topic today is going to be kind of the push versus the pull marketing. And you've you've got a good understanding of both and you've really, yeah. really figured out the, you not just, I think it's natural for you, the pull marketing. So going into that, tell us a little bit about your business and how it works and we'll just take it from there and see where we go. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just brief recaps, just yeah. for perspective for anybody listening or, or watching, um, you know, we started our business in about 2003, uh, grew the team very rapidly. I'm a team guy. I believe in team teamwork. And so, you know, grew a team of assistants on the transaction side. Uh, didn't have a marketing director until about seven years into the business, but now I have a marketing director. And then also had agents that were helping to, you know, help us on the buy side. You know, I very quickly got out of the buy side of the business and represented listings. Now, you know, how did we grow? We grew through obviously doing more and more deals. You know, we went from just like any agent, you know, 10 deals a year, 20 deals a year, 50 deals, 70 deals, 100 deals, 150 deals. And that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, going through a little bit of a, 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 a transformation, which is very exciting for us, where we're really becoming known as the ones who are listing the most expensive properties here in San yeah. Diego. Um, and so we're getting a lot of 10 and 20 and 15 and $5 million listings on a very regular basis. Something where, um, you know, even two years ago, you know, we're very well known in the $3 million space, but we made this kind of large leap where the marketing that we were doing was attracting the sellers where they said, you know, we're looking for something new and fresh and different. And, um, that kind of youthful approach to kind of new marketing, video marketing, social media marketing has really kind of put us in that position. Um, where people are feeling like that marketing is more appropriate for where the marketplace is and how co consumers obviously find their real estate. Um, you know, as far as, um, 
you know, uh, you know, push versus pull, pull marketing. I mean, I'll, I'll let you ask any questions that you can, but that's yeah. really, uh, that that's what we're focus is. So, so you started, you know, 2003, now you're this huge, I mean, you have incredible video marketing. Like I've literally never seen anything like it unless it was from a huge corporation or maybe Sotheby's themselves. So, um, in that, tell us a little bit, take us through the path of how, and that'll really, I think, help us learn the yeah. path of how you got into business, where your business came from yeah. in the beginning and how it progressed. Because now, actually, let's draw a little picture of where you are now. Sure. Now, your clients call you for business. You know, it's not, you're not prospecting. You're not going out for business. You're doing things that's, a tr that what you're doing is this a amazing marketing where people see that and they're like, I want to be, I want to be associated with that. That's tremendous. So kind of tell us like how, where you're getting your business from now. And then let's start from the beginning and go through how you got there. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, nowadays we get our business very much from, from poll, you know, we, we put out our messages. So, uh, you know, video, the written word and images are, you know, obviously the main three ways that we can do, you know, marketing. Right. And so, so, we, we we call our marketing messaging and branding more than just marketing for deals, right? We're not I'm just trying to sell, trying to explain what our business ethos is. We're not just trying to say we work this neighborhood. We're trying to you know help rise up and exalt the local business owners and help uh, you know basically attach ourselves to things that are important in our community by actually putting in time, energy, resources to promoting things that are really important to locals, and so. Um, you know, our business today typically comes from our phone ring, you know, direct messages through social media platforms, um, emails, phone calls, text messages, you know, it's all inbound business at this point, you know, of the, you know, hopefully hundred million will hit this year. You know, we, we were just south of hundred million last year, just south the year before as well. We're always kind of in that 90, $95 million range. You know, our goal is to have 100% of the business inbound. Now, it doesn't mean that we don't keep in contact with people. We're getting the business because we're keeping in front of them, but it's not real prospecting mm -hmm. like you prospecting. We're truly more of a yeah. marketing organization. You're not dialing. You're not looking up expired. You're not, yeah, you're doing marketing that's right. And they're just coming to you. So you're in the, so you're getting the business with, what was it 2003? What was the yeah. year? So I got the business in 2003. You know, the beginning is I was, you know, calling expired for sale by owners, not knocking on doors. Hoods. Everyone thought I was a Jehovah's Witness, or I was trying to sell them a vacuum. You know, it just sucked. Right. And, you know, I knock on. You know, and I had yeah. like, so many terrible. What's that? No, I'm just laughing at you and just thinking about you knocking yeah. on doors and Jehovah's Witness and all oh, that. Anyway, just oh my god, it's just so hot. Yeah, you know, it's San Diego, right? Atlanta's no different. It's, it's a hot climate in the summer. So hey, it's drier there. Just saying. Anyway. Oh yeah, no. I exactly. mean, we've got the humidity here. We have to sweat and everything. So. <laughs> Oh yeah. And like, I, I'm an easy sweater myself. So yeah. I, I don't even think I could, I'll come visit you. I don't think I could like make a life out of it. Cause, but you know, I, I guess you adjust, but anyways, you know, knocking on doors, doing everything I can. I, you know, just like you, you know, you have such a passion for success and it's an important part of your identity. Yeah. You're not going to stop grinding. So I said, you know what, if I got to knock on doors, I'll knock on doors. If I got a cold, you know, cold call for sale by owners and recent expireds at six o'clock at night, jacked up on four cups of coffee with all the other guys in my office, I'll do yeah. it. You know, I'll, I'll do it even though I begrudgingly do it. Yeah. So, uh, we, I did have limited success with that. Um, um not necessarily cause it didn't work. 
Um, but limited because as soon as I found out about Facebook, which I got on Facebook and started marketing through both. Well, actually, before that, I started marketing through MySpace. I was actually selling five to 10 houses. Oh, wow. Which okay. is crazy. Which like MySpace, like who, what is that? I mean, I remember what that is, but yeah. Yeah. I'm a most oh, people yeah. forgotten. It's, I never had a MySpace I account. What's so that? I never had an account with MySpace ever. Oh, really? Never. No. Yeah. Yeah. We were really early in on the MySpace yeah. thing. It's funny. It's funny to say that because it's kind of being like, oh, I was the first guy to buy a Peugeot or whatever. You know, it's like I was the first. I was really into, you know, I don't know, Atari. Like it's just it's but really here's what we realized. And this is always how I kind of explained it yeah. is yeah. is, you know, a lot of coaches talk about you want your Rolodex to be an inch wide and a mile deep, right? Mm-hmm. And so your relationships are deep and significant, but you don't need to go talk to 20,000 people, right? You need to talk to five people and all of them need to know and love you. But in order to know and love someone, you need to keep in contact with them. But that we very quickly realized that created, an, there's an issue there, right? The issue with that is we're busy agents. We're going to home, home inspections. We're driving people around to show them houses. We're going on listing appointments. We're meeting with the printer to talk about flyers that we're creating back in the day. Now it's obviously more, you know, meeting with a videographer and Matterport and 3D walkthroughs. But when you spend so much time in your day doing your job, you're left with fewer and fewer slots in that day Mm -hmm. to go have coffee and lunch and dinner. And what I realized, what I realized too is it's not just me that's busy. My clients are busy too. They still care and love and like me right? But they're busy too. So a lot of times my clients still want to send me business as long as they know I'm successful and still in business, but they don't necessarily want to go to a coffee. Like they're busy too, right? Exactly. And and so as as we started recognizing and as I started seeing, there was another way to use the internet to start generating knowledge of what we're doing and then remind the people that already like us and would refer us business that we're in business so that we're top of mind. Um, we can have real economy of scale as we start scaling up our, 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 our business. So, you know, if I only had to have, you know, if I was selling 10 houses a year, I could easily fit that many coffees into a year to make an impact enough to get 10 referrals. Right. But when you're selling 150 houses a year, the math just goes crazy. You know, I would literally, I would be so jacked up on caffeine. I'd be having so many coffees in the middle of the day. It just wouldn't work. Well, that's all you would be doing. And then you wouldn't actually be delivering the business or, you know, you wouldn't be the agent. So exactly. So basically you've taken all those coffees and all of those things, even that's, that's not, you know, you're not calling expired. You're just positioning yourself really. I think it's internet. Tell us what those are. It's social media, content blog website or what are those what are those things yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so you know the old old idea is the hub and spoke system right Mm -hmm. your hub is typically your website and then the spokes are facebook you know instagram snapchat email marketing print marketing all of it points back to the website Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that at all nothing wrong with that at all and that still is very viable and i think that will always be part of how we market but what we realized quickly was Facebook very intelligently uh, gave priority to videos being hosted on Facebook and content being hosted on Facebook. And what they were doing was, I can never compete with Facebook, right? So if they change consumer behavior because they have a billion dollars on or a billion billion people on their website, then I have to go where the new consumer behavior is. And so what we recognized is our website 
is on my profile on Facebook yeah. because I get 10 to 25,000 views on something I post on Facebook or Instagram in a, in a day. But there's no way I can get 3,000 or 4,000 unique visitors to my website in a month, you know, let alone 25,000 views multiplied by 30 days in a month. You know what I mean? The, the impact we have, millions of people can see what we're doing following media. So yeah. rather than trying to divert the river over here to the left, I just got a paddle. Let and- people go where they want to be. That's where they exactly. want to be. Then that's where you entertain, entertain them where they want to be. Yeah. That's exactly right. And, and, and so, and so rather than just going, I have, you know, this house at two, three, four banana street for sale. I go, you know, we talk about, Oh, this home is right next to the Del Mar racetrack and Bing Crosby came down here in the 1940s. And, and then you're tagging these people. And yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the idea is, is speaking more passionately about our community. You know, I consider what we do and how we brand is almost a political campaign. We're trying to be champions of patriotic uh, ideas, concepts and businesses. You know, so we talk about what's going on, you know, in local you know, development or, you know, local public works projects that are going to be important to San Diego or, you know, bills that are passing that people should be thinking about a little bit higher level but also to make up for the fact that we're not belly to belly with as many people as we used to be able to when we weren't as busy, the messaging that we're giving is actually much more emotional messaging. So, well, you're creating that connection that you you usually you need face to face contact to create the connection. Now you're you're using your social media platform, really social media platforms, I think more than anything, because that's where you communicate. And that's the yep. great thing about social media is it's not just a platform to display yourself. It is truly communicating and people yeah. are engaging in social media that way. So that's powerful. You're making 20,000 phone calls or 20,000 cups of coffee with one of your awesome social media posts. So when you break down the numbers, that was actually an inexpensive 20,000 cups of coffee, right? It sure is. You know? It sure is. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and what I recognize is if I were to use, yeah, I, I taught a class yesterday on, on Facebook for luxury real estate marketing. And, um, you know, I was talking speaking to a Sotheby's office and, you know, I said, look, if you're going to go on Facebook and you're going to say, I have a license, I'm here to sell your house. Here's this house that I have for sale. Here's this client I worked with. And that's all you're going to do. You need to be following that up with a lot of belly to belly. Because it's very, very light, very surface level messaging. But if you're going to create messaging that actually means something, like telling yeah. a, a, a cool story about your client who bought a home and like had this amazing experience, or yeah. this retired couple that retired on the bay and you helped them buy their home, and what it meant to you to be a realtor and why you're so proud to have the license that you do. They just got to know you. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly right. A lot of what you get out of the belly to belly coffee, though, will. A, a, a post will never maybe it won't get as close, but the example I gave is I feel like I know Ellen DeGeneres. I watch the Ellen DeGeneres show all the time. Like love her exactly. Like exactly. love her. Like if you see her in the street, you're like Ellen, and she's like really. Uh, yeah. She doesn't know no, you, I but mean, you. Like, but yeah. in my world, we have I have a relationship. Like yes, Ellen's my buddy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. So, that, so that's the thing is, how can Ellen do that, right? But yeah. the neighborhood newscaster can't. Well, the neighborhood newscaster is just reading the facts and telling you the weather's crap. Awesome analogy. Exactly. Exactly. Right? right? So, so when you have an example of someone who has taken a medium that is very detached from you and me in yeah. our daily life, like I've never met Ellen, but I know 
how she dances. I know what she's like. I think she's fun. I have a, a, an understanding of how she feels about different, different issues. Um, I feel like I would want to be her friend. Yeah. And I feel like we as marketers can do a lot of that. We can create some of that. If we just well. make a point to, I mean, even as real estate agents, even being in social media, because there's a few things, you know, I've already learned from you is that in, in that social, as real estate agents, it's like five bedrooms, four baths, blah, 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 done, send. Like that's the newscaster. Whereas yeah. you take a house and you show an angle. And I've noticed in your video marketing, you're yeah. marketing a home, but I don't know the ratio. Let's say probably 80% of it is the beach that's next door and someone walking through a front door. And I'm not even sure it's in the same house, but it yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter because, and that's me thinking from a media perspective, not a, but you're experiencing the home because the home isn't just the four bedrooms and the two baths and the floor plan. The home is the entire lifestyle that you're yeah. living around it. And you're using that to market that and touch people with them. I mean, it's incredible. So, but in, even back to that whole, I think that's just so huge for us because it's like, the first thing somebody thinks is, oh yeah, okay, I'm on social media, but it's not working for me. Well, are you really connecting with people? And something for yeah. you is when you do this marketing and these these really creative outside the box um, posts and, and even the videos that you're doing, how are you, um, who are you coming up with that content or who comes up with that content? Do you gauge your response and then create something similar like, how do you gauge what you do, how you do, how do you make it better? Because you're, you've consistently improved what you do. Is yeah. there, and we can all, you know, you've, how do you measure that? And how do you ensure that you just keep making it better the way you do? Yeah, that, that's a really great question. I, I, um, a lot of it's inspiration from watching other people that I think are great. Um, you know, I, our relationship is, is so invaluable to me and, and, you know, well, like you have you. relationships. Yeah, back at you. Yeah. And, and, and everyone has their own thing, right? Some people really want to be great negotiators. Some people want to be a really great contract. Some people want to really understand zoning because they only work with builders and that's really how they can be their highest and best realtor. For me, I want to be excellent at marketing and, and that really matters to me. And it matters to me because it's not only what our brand identity is, it's who I am. Like I'm the guy that goes to go see Star Wars and then I'm calling you up and I'm like, Jerry, like you gotta go see Star Wars. It's crazy if you don't go see Star Wars, you need to jump off a building, you're dumb. Yeah. And I'm the person always trying to convince someone to go try this type of coffee and go to this gym. And and so yeah. if you're, I'm used to trying to convince people you, to do things. Well, and you're that's, just and taking who you are and just putting it on social media. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I, I think, I think, um, you know, so when I knew that that was who I was, then I said, okay, well, it's no fun being in the game if you're not being the best you can, right? It, it doesn't mean I'm the best there is, but I'm going to do everything I can to be the best marketer I can be. Yeah. What I, what I recognized really very quickly as a lover of, of movies and stories, I've always loved stories, is stories, stories can tell, can make a point mm -hmm. without hitting you over the head with it. And I think it's this kind of blunt force marketing that we as consumers of media are really tired of. We don't want to see like four places to go to sleep and three places to go to the bathroom and it's a half a million dollars. Like that's so boring. It's so, so boring. But if you can tell a story of like what this home means or it's historic or it's right down the street from this amazing park where, you know, some amazing thing happened in 1785, like that really 
I think as a marketer is a much more sophisticated game to play. Well, you're also showing the home through the lens of the person who loves it and who lives in it now, because the person yes. who bought it, bought it and loves it for a reason. And yep. this video and social media through the video, you're being able to, you're able to capture a picture so that these homeowners can see these buyers can the, the buyers have an idea of what they want, but if you yeah. can really show them that, exp, I mean, experience is everything. You're giving them an experience. And I mean, this is, we're getting into the marketing, but that marketing and that experience and that touching of emotions is getting you back, is, is drawing them in, which is going back to that pull marketing that you're just literally attracting, attracting the business to you. And well, yeah. I mean, at what point did you, because obviously you got into this. I don't even know if I ever made a cold call because I'm so opposed. It's just not <laughs> like, I, got, I don't know how I did it. Like I got into this business and I was like, I'm not doing that. Like that just was not in it for me. But how did you go from, you know, okay, this is what everybody says to do. I'm going to do the cold calls. You got to make 20 calls to get one lead, to get half of a closing or whatever. How did you, what was the process of going from that to obviously that created a little, did you ever, you, it yeah. sounds like you got kind of minimal success out of that. Well, here's the way to phrase it. What, what was the thing that you did that really started yeah. make, realizing this is my ability. I have a better ability to, to pull the business than to push it. Kind yeah. of what was a smaller example of that, that kind of started and where did it, where did that growth go from? Well, I think, I think internally, um, you know, I've always had this, my, my father told me the saying one time when I told him I wanted to, you know, teach English and, you know, I love writing and I wanted to teach English and I wanted to be a professor and blah, blah, blah. Well, at the same time, I was throwing massive events, concerts, parties, events in downtown San Diego. I didn't even, I didn't even That's have, something lucrative, right? You're supposed to, as opposed to being an English. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But, and I love, and I still love English and I love the written word, but you know, I was running around throwing these parties you know, working till four in the morning, coming back, cleaning up, you know, flying, you know, bands out from, you know, all over the country and creating these whole events. And I remember I, I came home and I, I think I got mono and I was staying with my dad and I like slept for three days. And I said, I said, yeah, dad, you know, I don't want to be doing this. I don't know why I'm doing this thing. I'm just killing myself doing this party promotions thing and trying to mobilize all these people to do things. Um, and he said, Seth, he's like, I don't believe you. He's like, you clearly are exactly where you want to be. He, he yeah. goes, you know, if you want to know what a man truly wants, watch what he does, not what he says he'll do. And and that that has been in my brain forever. Yeah. And and that's what I do. So, so you know, I think we all pay lip service to each other about like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna be this person. I'm gonna get the perfect body. I'm gonna become great at cold calling. But what happened was right around specifically when MySpace phased out and Facebook became a real option. I started messaging. I, I took a risk because I like writing, and I and writing, I think, in its purest form, is really personal. Mm -hmm. And and I started sharing personal stuff about what it's like to be a real estate agent and what my experience is working with the clients that I work with. And I was telling some pretty like personal stuff. And this was 2006 Facebook, mind you. This is 11 years ago, and I got a three million dollar sale out of it. Yeah. And, and is it still there? Is it, is it even still on Facebook? Like, can we scroll back to 2006 and see it? Cause I'd love to see I think it. Probably good. Yeah. I think you probably could. And I remember writing something that was really interesting. I, it was called a heat rises and it was based on the concept. And I'm not going to go into the weeds on this, but yeah, 
you know, um, you know, the reason heat rises is because molecules are moving faster. So by moving alone, heat actually is molecules moving faster. They're bouncing around and they're moving mm -hmm. quicker. As they move slower and they become more lethargic, that's when they're getting colder. And so in the deepest part of the recession, when I was struggling to stay in the business and had no money and, and you know, bankruptcy was just not. Yeah. I posted this thing called Heat Rises and it was about how I won't stop moving and, and I don't care how bad it gets. Brilliant. Yeah. And if, if I keep moving like heat itself, I will rise. And, and, and sure enough, I got five transactions out of that in two months because wow. people loved reading that I was being real about exactly. what was going on rather than just going, it's another sunny day in the neighborhood at ABC Realty Company. I was saying like real stuff. <laughs> right. you know? and people, people appreciate that and they want, if they're going to trust you with their home, the foundation of their whole world, they got to know who you really are. They'd, they'd like to know who you really are. I think that's yeah. a lot of the People don't love real estate agents because they don't know how hard we work and what we give up for them and what, not that we get, not that it's this terrible sacrifice. It's this awesome opportunity to be able to do yeah. it, but they like to know who's really looking out for them and that, that they're really being looking out. I mean, that, that they're really being looked out for and to see that authentic side and to see that you're brilliant enough to write something like that. I mean, that alone gives me all the confidence in the, you know, that's genius. Love that. That's really, well, and it, was, it was interesting too, because it, you know, you think about it, right? And 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 it, it was a long time ago. It was like oh nine. So I mean, we've you know I've had seven years to think, or eight years almost to think about. Wow, how did that one thing pull me out of the recession? How did just being honest about things being bad? What a lesson! Me, yeah, wonderful thing. That's my network. Rather than going, oh look at this guy, he's so emotional. Oh my god, you know, go go to go to an emo concert, dude. Wear some skinny jeans and get a cappuccino. Like get over yourself. Right? Yeah. So, like, wow, here's this guy who projects success being totally honest. You know, I wasn't being a downer. I wasn't being a downer. I'm, I'm very, yeah. I wasn't being negative, but I was saying, you know, hey, this is going down and I'm, I'm working through it. And, and I was positive about it, but I was positive about something that was negative and, and, and frustrating and hard. And everyone was feeling it in the recession. A lot of the deals that I got out of it was, hey, I didn't feel comfortable telling you like, my parents are short selling their home. I wanted to you know, have them call you. I feel like you understand what they're going through. And one yeah. was I got for sale. And, and, and so some of it was kind of business where people were struggling. Some of it was business where people was companies were growing. And, um, what, what that post I think was probably the beginning of really me going, okay, there's, I've got something going on here. There's something yeah. longer than I realize. Um, you know, I didn't make one phone call. I didn't knock on one door. I didn't hold one open house. I probably did $180,000 in GCI off of that one simple thing of just being honest and open with people because people who like you want you to succeed and they want to be partners in that success. And so I think what a lot of our, our marketing messaging is about is going, come on a ride with us. Like, let's do this journey together with you. You know, let's, I want you to be sitting right next to me on the roller coaster. That's the O'Byrne team in the local economy exactly. at San Diego. Well, what it says, I my perception of that is what it says is when I read that, I want to jump on the Oburn team train. Yeah. And we had talked earlier about, you know, there's a lot of pull marketing or a lot of push marketing in our business, a lot of training on push. And not that, you know, every, I think the biggest thing about this business, I'm going to pause for a minute, is that the yeah. thing I love about this business is that 
you don't have to be one type of person. Yeah. I think you got to be smart. You got to be good. You got to be talented. But, but in this business, if you can figure out what you're really good at and you can be wise enough and smart enough and take the time to leverage what you're not, you can be successful. So yeah. there are a lot, there's a lot of training and push on there on the push marketing. And there are a yeah. lot of people who are really brilliant at it. But there's also that aspect of, you know, the country club. You know, Seth O'Byrne team is the country club. Everybody wants to join. And when they yeah. call on, they hope they'll get accepted. I mean, there's that yeah. whole other angle that a lot of us, and I think a lot of us feel like it's such a competitive industry and we want the business and we've got to go get it that, wait a minute, how about flip that? Because there's a reason why real estate agents are paid well that are good. And there's a reason why not the well over the majority of real estate agents don't, you know, 5% of the real estate agents are doing 95% of the business because when yeah. you are good, you're offering tremendous value and you're communicating that. And then people want to, you know, we have, we're, well, our service is incredibly value valuable and you're able to communicate that in a way not only just on the value, but even on the emotional, I feel good about you. I want to be a part of this. And yeah. that's just huge because you don't see or hear about a whole lot of that. Um, Absolutely. So I, a lot of it too, it goes back to like, look at what you're doing. You're a scholar of your industry. You know, you're, you, 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 you know, you, 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 you're academic about what we're doing. And I, I, I will say uh, no detriment to, 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 other realtors and I very much want to run a business of goodwill to everybody that's in the business. But a lot of people are in this to get a check and then yeah. get another check and then get another, you know, I think of, I sometimes I think of realtors like Pac-Man, you know, they're just eating the pellets as they go. You know, I think that a lot, a lot of us feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But that's and, where, that's why you don't last when you're in that mentality, you either hate your job, you're burnout, you're not well, or you figure out like, like the recession, you're like, wait a minute, I got to figure out, I've got to realize like there is a value to this. And there's this, like this, this is such, it goes so much further than that. But I, and I think yeah. I interrupted you cause yeah, but you were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. J just to the point and, and to really just dive into like, okay, Seth, what do you really do? What is, what, what, what's an example, a real world example of pull marketing. So we, and I'll give you just a few yeah, types of ones, but you know, like we interviewed the CEO of one of the fastest growing tech companies here in San Diego, who's employing a lot of local San Diegans. You know, his company's valued at around 45 million and growing really rapidly. He employs a lot of millennials, a lot of, you know, a lot of people coming out of college don't know where their job is. And San Diego is not LA. You know, we don't have that level of an economy. You know, this guy created an idea. He could have easily gone to Silicon Valley or San Francisco. He said, no, San Diego's gonna be home. And San Diego is my home. I'm wow. passionate about leaving it. Yeah. And so I go, God, I'm so inspired by this guy. I want to talk about what this guy's doing to impact our local economy. So, you know, I spent $3,000 creating a video series about this guy. And he goes, well, what, what are you going to get out of it? I go, I, I, this is what I get out of it. Like, yeah. there's no end game here. I want to put money and resources behind things that matter and and my big bet, and honestly, I'll, I'll be honest, it was uh, um, a leap of faith that people would go, wow, like this person's not just like selling houses. Like they like, they're kind of like an important person in the community. So, you know, I do a video like that. I did a video with the person who runs the Del Mar Racetrack, which is one of the largest horse racing facilities in the country. And the, I did it with the CFO and talked about, you know, why, 
why he believes the Delmar Thoroughbred Club is such a staple of North County coastal culture and you know why it's brought so many famous people to be local San Diego residents. And I did one with the University of San Diego that I went to. And I kind of just, you know, put my toes in the water. You know, some videos were $200, some videos were $2,000. And um, what I was doing was creating um, passionate descriptions of my life and my business, um, much in the same way that Ben McCall drives a lot of business out of just showing people he's busy with his iPhone. I was just showing people like, hey, there's like a whole world out there that I care about as a realtor. I'm not just here to sponsor the kickball team and take your listing. And, and love how you just said that. Cause yeah, that's, that's everybody's right. perception. Yeah, absolutely. Like what's in it for me and what I realized, and I don't want to be like, so kumbaya about this because I think there's real business science to it. I am scratching people's back first and, 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 and then seeing if I get a scratch back. Well, and, yeah. Well, and, and it, it yeah. happens. Well, you and know, you introduced me to Gary Vaynerchuk. You were, yeah. I didn't know who he was until you. But Gary's big thing is you just deliver value, deliver value, deliver value, and then ask for the business. But oftentimes, by the time you deliver value and deliver, before you even deliver the next value, they're, they're coming for your business because that's, people want value. People want, people will pay for value. Otherwise, you know, Bentley, Bentleys wouldn't sell or Ferraris wouldn't, people wouldn't pay money for them if people didn't want value. So you present the value and people will come to you. So, no, I couldn't even more. I awesome. agree. So well, I, I know your, your, your time's tight, but yeah. I, was, I was just anything else you want to go over. Well, I just wanted to ask you, I was, that's exactly where I was going is thank you for coming. Uh, and I want to know from you is as far as this, you know, you've got the push versus pull marketing. Yeah. Um, what is your, what is your biggest advice to someone who feels like, you know, the push marketing is not for me? How do you, and I think you've given us your story, but what's your biggest advice on that and how to do it and how to really, um, um, tap into that. Yeah. You know, um, you said something earlier and I just was like, the bells are ringing in my head. Cause I so agree with you. You, you have to find you first, you know, and, and I don't know if it takes psych, psych, psych psychiatry or it takes a yoga <laughs> class and saying, oh, right. but you have to figure out what do you love? Like, what do you do? Like when you're not selling real estate, what's that thing that you love? Yeah. And for me, I love, ideas and people ideas and people are all I care about. And, and, and so I promote ideas and people. That's all I do. And, and, but you may love horseback riding. You may love surfing. You may love, you know, long distance biking, or, you know, maybe you're a member of, uh, you know, you do one of the bar classes or you're big into yoga, whatever. Or you just love adrenaline. So you just do adrenaline junkie stuff all the time around real estate. Yes, exactly. Just like if you like to jump out of helicopters or whatever, or do crazy stuff, then create a marketing campaign around that and tie real estate or tie your community or your specialty into it. There's a guy in Ventura County who I used to work with. He's a great guy. You know, that that market's about four hours north drive from here. But um, so we're not our market by any means. But um, anyways, uh, he 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 called his company is called Tattoo Real Estate. Oh, and wow. he yeah. has tattoos all over his arms. Uh, he doesn't, I mean, it's up to his neck, but it's not over his neck. And then in his market, it's very conservative market. No one has tattoos. Well, he has tattoos and he hired other agents slowly, but surely that also had tattoos that were all also excellent agents. And they yeah. used the fact that they had tattoos to make a value assertion to the marketplace that they saw things differently, that they were different. Yeah. 
And 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 so you think about how brilliant that's is that? Who how they are. Is yeah. You're like rather than okay, I got tattoos. I'm gonna have to cover them up on every meeting. I'm so embarrassed. You know, this is my life over here, and then this is my real estate life, and they can't. You know, they can't intersect. He just goes, no, this is this who, is who I, am. I am, and whatever might be perceived as a weakness which I have a whole story on that we will not go into today, but whatever you think might be your weakness is very often the very thing that is your strength and yes. is, is what attracts people to you in the first place. Absolutely. And, and here's another thing that I think is so critical. This is very subtle psychological stuff that most people don't talk about, or if they know it, they just don't think about it really in an academic way. What he did by not hiding the tattoos and instead leading with something that's very important and personal to him, I mean, he's tattooed his whole body, is he's being honest with the consumer up front. The yeah. very first thing he does is be honest about something that's personal. That's, 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 he, that's yes. like the whole like, duh, of course, and now they're comfortable because now you've broken yeah. through that. You've, you're at the next level. You've got a relationship. And I think in a lot of ways, that's the damnation, the frustration, the, the hard times that these young agents that get into the business and want to go stand in front of a $20 million house or a Maserati that clearly they don't own and a house that's not their listing. People can tell, they can read BS and they can tell yeah. that you're trying to fake it. And when well, you and it's the owners of those homes that want real real is more important to them than I have found than anyone. Just give yeah. it to me. Be real. I've got enough people chasing me down, wanting things from me, <laughs> pretending to be somebody they're not. I need somebody. If I'm going to trust you, who are you? Yeah. No, so, I, I love that. Well, hey, yeah. I really, really awesome. enjoy this. I hope we can talk about more stuff. Oh, like definitely. Let's do. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Seth, for coming. Yeah. We're going to have your all of your social media out there, your website, how to get in touch with you and everything on our podcast page. Well, so thanks, thanks for so joining much. us.